Hey, this is Kevin subbing in for Lorenzo with the intro for the Rockstar Podcast, episode 44. Lorenzo, Aggie, and... Mariano. Mariano covered... Bone spurs. Bone spurs in your neck from overuse of social media. Um, Our kids... That was Kevin. He thought he could do the intro. He can't. So, Rockstar Podcast, episode 44, Mariano, Agatha, and Lorenzo. We talk about social media usage. Is it hurting your physical being by giving you horns in your shoulders or something like that? All kinds of weird stuff. Six-year-old crazy stuff. Uh, Humanity. We talk about guns. I don't know. All kinds of stuff. I hope you enjoy this one, but I'm not sure if you will. Hello, and welcome to Rockstar Podcast, episode number... 144. <laughs> okay. Well, well, you know what happens is, is when people start looking at it in the, in the filter, like SoundCloud or Spotify, mm-hmm. at first it'll be weird, but once the, like, we do six or seven of them, then they'll just see the 144s, the 145s. You know, and because we've been doing this for 11 years, um, I don't care. <laughs> do you know the other thing we could do? We, we, we now have a little room to play with, and every once in a while we'll bring out a... Lost episode lost with episode. air quotes. <laughs> yes. However, when I'm sitting there arguing with you that Foursquare is going to last for a long time, I don't know that I want that on the air right now. Oh, that's amazing. Hi, Aggie. How are you? I'm doing so great. How are you, Lorenzo? Uh, molasses. Molasses? <laughs> yes, that's my child this morning. Oh. Yes. That's how she was moving along. Yes. So, well, slowly. We're approaching the summer, so no. that happens. This no. is, I, I, I'm finding that six is actually the toughest age so far. Wait till seven. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> the back talking, the interrupting, uh-huh. the rudeness, the physical abuse that I, I'm sorry. I mean, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's rough. Yeah. They don't mean to be. They don't mean to be mean and interrupted. Well, this is the one who's on the other out. side. Of <laughs> I think it's, it's interesting. You know, I only have, uh, my oldest is seven, so I don't have much experience. I feel like, Mariana, you have, you have way more to, to add here, but... He forgot. Uh, what, yeah. what I find is that the six to seven is when they're starting to realize that they have opinions and that they can voice those opinions and that they're this, they're their own person. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, it's wonderful, but when you're parenting, it's very hard. She's like an old cranky lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, like rude, interrupting. Like This is the first time I've ever had to take a ride that way. Mm-hmm. That's the first time? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, That's actually, great. okay, second time. Uh, but, yeah, full day. Mm. The problem is is that she can watch YouTube on the TVs. Mm. Yeah. So I am holding YouTube as the ace of spades, and I'm really holding that, oh, saying yeah. that I'll delete it off all the TVs. Yeah. So fast. I did that. You did? I did. And? I it off. I just said it wasn't working anymore. You nice. mean, that but that's and usually when you say you get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Me and YouTube, we just saw, you know, had to see Didn't see eye people. to eye. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about the YouTube stuff because we, I grew up on watching TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't care that she watches it on TV because she'll play and do stuff during it. Right. Um, it's when she gets a hold of the iPad, then it's like, you know, she turns into... Zombie? Yeah, one of the Muppets or something. Yeah. Animal. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you know, that's interesting that you say that. Have you, um, did you see the article that I posted this week about the bone spurs that are I am totally just a title reader for you. Really? Yes, oh, but go ahead. Okay. So, I, I, go ahead yeah. so apparently there was this study done, I can't remember where it was done, but um, they've discovered that uh, in, young, in the younger generation, there are these little horns that are developing at the base oh of the skull. Gosh. And they, they attribute it to the fact that they're always looking down 
at their phones, iPads, et cetera. Um, the, the fascinating thing, if you read into the article, this was something that they discovered in older people because the tendons, I think the reason was that the tendons would pull on the, on the skull mm -hmm. and the bone spurs would develop. And it happened in older people because they couldn't support the weight of their, their head anymore. But now they're discovering it in younger people and younger people being 20, 25, where they shouldn't be seeing it. So it's one of the physical consequences of um, being always connected. Look up, everyone. Look up. <laughs> yeah, the answer, the answer to the article was keep your phone at, at head, head height. Well, you know oh, what wow. you do. You just put the cone of the, like we do for the dogs. You just put the cone on the kid. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or you can tell him to go play outside. Fixed. That is such a <laughs> horseshit answer. Why? Because it's not 1992. But we were able to do it. Because it was 1992. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, every Saturday I went to my grandmother. Mm -hmm. We were, if it was just me, I watched cartoons all day. Right. If it was nice weather, my cousin was over, we went outside, of course. Right. You know, the problem is, is that we... Um, well, the problem the problem is uh, here's here's the difference. Families don't live by each other anymore. Well, but but here's uh, well, yes, that is that is a problem. Yeah. The other the other problem is this: when we were young, when something was on TV, yes. it was only on at a specific time of day. Yes. So you planned your day around that. Now the content is ever available. Yes. So whenever you're so so not only is it ever avail available, but you can binge watch things. So. The amount of time that you're spending in front of that screen is proportionately well, much bigger. Well, the screen bigger. is a different thing, but I would argue that I spend the same amount of time watching TV as my kid watches TV. I, I, no. I think that also, you know, we can't ignore the fact that from a social standpoint, it's frowned upon to just say, go play outside, right? Is when it? you're a certain mm -hmm. age. It is. When you have little ones, even though I'm like, my neighborhood's pretty safe, I can kind of see them from here. I feel like it was way more acceptable when I was a kid to just say, go play outside, I'm going to be inside, mom's going to be inside to go do something, well, and go I think, outside. And I think your kids are, well, the four-year-old's at a harder age. Yeah. You can't, you can't necessarily do that. I wouldn't have been comfortable saying that. But to my, to my you know, 12, almost 13-year-old yeah. and, and my 10-year-old, and even now my 7-year-old, I'm comfortable saying just go outside. I mean, typically I would want the 7-year-old with the 10-year-old. Agreed. But... Um, but I'm more comfortable now. And plus I know my neighbors pretty well. So like I'm comfortable knowing that they know enough not to, uh, not to do anything that would take them outside of the radius of safety. Do they have like watches, smart watches or a way to contact mm -hmm. you or are you just trusting? No, totally put the, trusting. The, put the collar on it. We, we <laughs> have a, we have a somewhat non-conventional, uh, pro, uh, philosophy about technology. Yeah, so it's not non-conventional. What's non-conventional about it? It's very mainstream. No, no, we 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 just don't. Uh, the kids don't have. Um, my kids aren't allowed to use iPads or iPhones. Or uh, Jay just now is starting to be able to use his phone for certain things. Like they were. <laughs> the funny thing is, they were making a movie yesterday, That's and um, and I, you know, and this was. So, the, so it was not just, the phone wasn't the central piece of it. It was just, they had to come up with scenes and they had, <laughs> I can't remember what the name of it. They, they created this Barbie that was possessed almost like a child's play type of theme. And, uh, you know, they had to, uh, Gemma, Gemma played with this doll. She dropped it one time and then it became this evil doll that follows her around everywhere. Sounds like a five tomato, rotten tomato. Uh, oh there. my God. But it was, it was hilarious watching them come up with the script and come up with the different scenes. And 
I mean, in that way, I think it's creative because it's it becomes a social thing, right? Whereas, and my kids do not have access to any social media at all, um, just because I feel like that would be a black hole into which they would never, from which they would never emerge. Mm. I definitely have the complete opposite approach on all of that. But I, that said, when I was in kindergarten, and I imagine my child now who just graduated kindergarten, I walked home from school. Yeah, I got lost. <laughs> Cops had to come get me. <laughs> but I walked home from school at kindergarten, five years old, five, yeah. six. I'm knowing my mother, mm -hmm. who basically is like, you walk into uh, any room she walks into, her first response to me is, what's wrong? Yeah. That's, what, that's everything she says to me. She doesn't say hello. What's wrong? She, she's probably Are you okay? What's wrong? Yeah. She's probably I'm scarred like, for I'm life. I'm literally sitting here watching TV. <laughs> right. What's wrong? <laughs> but I walked home at kindergarten. So, like, she was probably scarred for life from that incident with the police. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say that and the fact, there's two things, there's that and there's the time that a Marine showed up at my house because apparently I was considering joining the Marines, which would have <laughs> required me to go somewhere, camp for six months, and my mother, like, was, like, barring the doors closed. Right. <laughs> White as a sheet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Um, your uh, uh, iPad world there at home, normal? Yeah, you know, I think that I kind of split don't let somewhere. Him, don't let no, him I'm run. in the middle of the both of you. I really am. I think actually this is very interesting. My kids have tablets. They're allowed to watch them while I'm getting ready in the morning, and mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of out of necessity. When I get ready in the morning, uh, my husband's already at work. Mm -hmm. He goes to New York City very early, so I need something that keeps them contained them. and occupied right. so I can just get ready. And then once it's time to leave, it goes off. Mm -hmm. And then they don't have access to it again until probably the next morning. With TV and whatnot, we like to have family movie nights. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I think actually I, I kind of come from uh, a little bit of the same thought process of what you said earlier, which is that when it's on, I don't mind the TV being on because I know that they're just going to play. And that to me is actually really interesting because I think that when we make it a big deal, in our household at least, oh, you can't watch TV, it becomes something that they have to do, they want to do, they get obsessed with it. But if I'm like, sure, put it on, they usually ignore it, and then they're playing, and it doesn't become a thing that they like are obsessed with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we never, so. I never, ever, like I said, it was the first time I got the iPad away from her, it was for a full day, because how many times I've taken her to parties, and I've seen all the kids with the phones and stuff like that, even at birthday parties. Really? Oh, t well, really? Well, the, ex the extra kids, wow. meaning that you go to a four-year-old's birthday party, and oh, then the yeah. seven-year-old no, on the side, I right? I totally get it, yeah. Uh, my kid is not, she's, it's just like any other toy to her. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's educational for her mm -hmm. in some parts, but I don't know, I just, um, I put YouTube and all that stuff on the TV, not because she was going to get horns in her shoulders. But in <laughs> well, at general, least she's looking up for No, that. but in general, <laughs> like that whole position, right, mm -hmm. like of sitting and the way they sit and stuff like that is what I'm trying to get away from. Mm -hmm. um, so the I have on all the TVs, but what's funny is she would prefer the iPad, mm -hmm. which is, seems to me as just the most uncomfortable thing to sit and watch for for more than 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, but I think the iPad gives her complete control. Yeah, it's a control part. And, and a, I think that's yeah. part of it. I mean, you're able. It's an thing on some level. Right, right. Well, um, it's, their, it's their veg out time solo. You know, I think about when I was a little kid and we didn't necessarily have that option, I'd maybe go into my room and play with my toys by myself. And mm -hmm. so being able to, when you're home, to do that, but when you're out, sometimes kids have a tough time figuring out, okay, what, how am I going to entertain myself? Um, and, and the amount of toys that girls have. It, that's fair. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. 
because, I mean, I had, I think, my uncle's socks, some quarters, <laughs> and, and the Star Wars figures, right? So you had to make do with what you had and be creative from it. Holy crap, the yeah. amount of girls. Shopkins, LOL dolls, Barbies. Barbies, yeah. oh my God, it's the so much. But those things I get. It's the accessories that come with it. And for me, it's like an accessories for women. Like a guy needs like shirt and a t-shirt, maybe shoes. Girls need 10 more things. Not need, it, they choose, but society, whatever, we can go yes. into that. Well, all we yes. have to look at is something like uh, American Girl. Does, oh, yeah. Does, does your, does she, has, she uh, have an American Girl doll yet? She has two of them because my, do- my daughter, my wife's friend on the down low got them dirt cheap. So mm-hmm. they're like, they're a couple, several hundred bucks, right? The real ones are expensive. Yes. So she got them for like 60 bucks each and she put one away and then uh, she's got one now. Yeah, but but so uh, aside from the dolls themselves being expensive, yes, there's a you know if you go to the store in New York, we have you can have spa days for your dolls. Yeah. You can have like their ears pierced. Yes. I mean it's it's, it's insane. insane the amount of things that you can and, do. And, and I'm not judging because my both my daughters have done it. I, so. I will say so. I'm gonna give you a little insight into my childhood. I was obsessed with American Girl dolls before American Girl dolls was like the American Girl dolls that we know today. Hmm. It used to be just historically based. You'd get a doll representative of a certain era. Mm-hmm. There was an entire story behind it, and it was really actually books. So mm-hmm. you had this doll but you had books behind it and so my sister and I both were very very much into that and the original American Girl dolls are worth a lot of money Mm -hmm. and my mother put them away for when I had children and unfortunately she gave them to my children a little too early so those very beautiful expensive American Girl dolls have become like magic marker (gasps) hair trimmed Uh, so we have American Girl dolls but they're they're no longer nice. Worthless. <laughs> it's interesting how moms always put dolls away but throw baseball cards out. I don't really get the logic. <laughs> I don't understand it either. I think it was more of a sentimental thing because she, she, we would play so much with these dolls. She thought, oh, this was important to my child. Right. And Maybe it'll be afraid. Yeah, I know. That's unfortunate, though. Right. I feel like those are pretty cool. Right yeah. now, I could be banking, bankrolling. Um, I actually yeah. have both uh, the, the, well, most of the 1986. Uh, baseball cards. I I saved baseball cards and comics, and I have yes, I have the comics. Vintage, well, I guess what would now be considered vintage comics and baseball cards now. Yes, vintage. There was a while while I, while I was buying comic books, I was buying two at a time, and I said this would be for my first son, and I was like fourteen, fifteen. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't have a son. <laughs> Maybe your daughter will love them. Um, no. <laughs> I, look, I'm, I'm I'm telling you, my kid. I I know my kid. Yeah. And I know and. We all do, but I just, I'm just like, nope, you're not going to be in soccer because you don't like it. Right, right. So even though I'm destroyed personally, <laughs> I had my shot, so we're going to pull you out of soccer and uh, put you in piano because she does well with structure. That's great. And we're I know good. your kid. Well, the, I, know yeah. I, can't, I can't figure out my wife still, but I know my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does, she, has, does she like anything like softball or anything like that? She just, she's just a kid. She's not like... There's no, like, golden parachute here right now, mm-hmm. right? There's no, like, she's going to be an amazing soccer player or singer. Mm-hmm. Or, she's just being a kid. She's so I'm letting her be oh, a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think she, that's um, right. did hit a note the other day because she sings, and she laughs because she says, I sing terribly, meaning she says it about herself. But she hit a note, like, two weeks ago. I'm like, 
what was that? <laughs> Her dollar signs. I'm like, what was that? Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> so piano class is now going to be singing class once a month. And Rock we're gonna star. S- yeah, we'll see how that works. Hello, out. America's Got Talent. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'll be there so fast. The only person to be faster would be Karen. I'll be like, yeah, baby, let's go. million dollars. I don't care. Um, I love it. So, uh, but yeah, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't judge. I just um, <laughs> judge my kid, <laughs> but not telling her. So that's why she can listen to this and when she's older. Right. Um, uh, just out of curious, the horns shoulder thing. Uh-huh. Uh Like, it was it one person? I'm not trying to. Disp- I'm not knocking it down. I'm just saying, was, was it an? X-ray? It was. A st- it was a study that was done. Did you I mean, read the article? I, I, yeah, I, oh, I read it. I mean, I don't remember all the details about it because I read it a couple of days ago. But I posted it on Twitter. Okay. It's it's there. Okay. So, and what's so. your what's your Twitter handle? Oh, at M Fobs. Everyone follow. M D F A B S. M D F A B S. It's not like five A's. Thank you. Thank you. I'm terrible at self promotion. Okay. Well, this is true. The other article that I posted. Yeah. I swear to God, Aggie shows up and all of a sudden he's posting articles. Well, I mean, I called out Aggie on it because it was it was vintage names that should make a comeback. Yep. And. Agatha was one of them. You know, thank goodness. It will. Because my entire childhood, you know, I never had to write my last name because I was the only Agatha on any paperwork yeah. homework. It's, why would I have to write my last name? <laughs> but, you know, I've actually met two Agathas in the last year. And Immediate bond? Well, so I, I come out like, come out kind of like a creep. There was this lady who worked at Costco who was elderly, giving out samples. And I saw on her, actually my husband saw on her name tag, it said Agatha. So I went running around <laughs> to get, and I think she thought I wanted another sample. I'm like, hey, is your name Agatha? And she like pointed to her tag, like, yeah, it says it, my name's Agatha. And she was quite old. And I was like, I'm an Agatha too. And immediately it was, oh, that's it was like so the connection. great. Yep. Um, so I said, oh, do you go by Aggie? And she said, no, I hate that. Oh, I said, oh, that's what I go by. Um, and then recently, actually, I have an acquaintance who named her child, a baby, um, Agatha, and the baby goes by Aggie. And it is oh, so, so cool cute. to watch, like, a little baby Aggie going around, but it always throws me because I, I don't know if you've ever dealt with this, maybe not, given your names, but <laughs> I, I would imagine if you have a common name and someone says, like, hey, Pete, you don't, you, you don't really you can tone it out because you know it's not for you, yeah. but every time she's saying, like, hey, Aggie, don't touch that, I'm like, what? What I do, but what it's for a baby. Right. Yeah, because right. yeah, I'm not used to having to share that name with anyone. Well, I like Agatha for a turtle. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Aggie play, my dog's, that, um, my initial dog, uh, her name was Abby. Uh-huh. So, uh, but I have a, a, a name. Yeah, because when we came here, my dad changed all our names. What? Yeah. If you, met, if you meet anybody that's before high school or high school before, they call me Larry. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They call my brother John. Who's Giovanni? My mother, Margarita, is Maggie, and he is Luigi, is Louis, because huh. he was here in the fifties, and he's like, we got treated like shit. We got treated well, like shit. That's that's really interesting because that's when my that's when my around the time my grandparents came here, my mother's parents came here. Yeah, and uh, and it was a time where you didn't want to be Italian. You don't want to be Italian or Irish. And or funny funny anecdote is that my uh, my uncle when he was two had uh, appendicitis, mm. and he. Um, he couldn't speak English. So when they got him to the doctor, the doctor was examining him and he kept saying, basta, basta, which in Italian means enough, enough. Mm-hmm. But so after the operation, they were doing the post-op with my grandparents and my, the, the doctor actually scolded my grandparents because he thought my uncle was calling 
a doctor bastard. That's, that's, <laughs> that's funny. So, and you know, and it was this, it was the same thing. Like my, my, even my grandparents, uh, we lived with them and they never spoke Italian to me. Wow. They only spoke English. That's funny. Cause my wife gets annoyed that my mother did not speak only Italian to Sophia. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the one who speaks the most Italian. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, my mother will speak, we speak Italian, my mother and I, but when she speaks to Sophia, for the most part, it's always in a terrible broken English. Mm. So, like, Sophia actually says, meet the balls. <laughs> That's wonderful. I mean, this is what I'm working with here. I love it. That's awesome. It's amazing that I can continue to smile daily. Yeah. This is a lot of challenges. <laughs> Sorry, man. No, I got a good story. This is a good Italian story, right? <laughs> okay. So, my mother doesn't remember that when I was nine years old, I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. She just thinks anytime between the ages of one to seven, I liked Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I lost it on her, right? Just got annoyed. I'm like, ma, she's three, she's four, she's five. My mother doesn't understand, like, fruits and stuff are like yeah. sugar breakdowns and stuff, right? So in every Ray Romano true moment, one day I get, the bo- I get a box of Cheerios. And I'm like, what? what? I didn't, you know, I didn't get, I don't know, whatever. So I open the bag, I open the box, and inside <gasps> is a bag of Cheerios. Oh, no, it's more, it's worse. Underneath the bag of Cheerios is the bag of cinnamon toast. No. Oh my goodness! That's that's like a Italian level. grandma like no, a boss. No, bro, that <laughs> like is like that is like if, if that was a crime would be like you know like life. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Like not so, so bad that she hid it in the box. Right. She put um, the Cheerios, and then. I found, yeah, I just, like, a lot of stories. (laughs) My mother, look, has been great. She comes down. She stays great. Sophia helped great. The problem, I think, for my mother that was is that when she comes down, it's not like she's visiting Nonna, grandma. She's with my mother. So she has to be the disciplinarian for three days, four days when she was while we were at work. It's not easy. No. Mm -hmm. So the discipline was very little. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Grandparents. Yeah. So, like, I would start the week off with a good kid, and then by the time she left, my mother, I'm like, what in the world is this child? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that's why you're a little frazzled for every podcast on Friday morning. I, just, I, I, look, I try to maintain as much as I can my girlish figure and all that stuff. But there's only so much I can do. Um, so, I, the, the horns in the shoulders, that's not going to happen, but okay, maybe it happened to somebody. Um, <laughs> do, do you have an article that you pulled or anything like that? I no. have no articles that I pulled. I no, just I thought you guys were conspiring behind me. You know what? No. We got to start a Google Doc. I know you started yeah. one for Lorenzo to do a GTK. Getting there, to there's know. another Google Doc that Lorenzo started a while ago that yes. we haven't really guys. used, but we haven't well, shared. I'm we haven't sorry. really used. Well, we no. Okay. I used it. Mariano used it. Tony's never clicked on it. Um, so let us talk a little bit about the fact that marketing, mm. even today, mm-hmm. with the, um, I don't want to say, but it's fragmented. Because I went on Facebook the other day, and I'm like, this is like wasteland now. Oh, yeah. It really Facebook is. Facebook has changed quite a bit. And I don't think it cares about it anymore. No. Well, I, and actually, another article that I read, well, there's this, I, I think it was the, um, I think it was Vice uh, wrote an article about um, shut down moderators. The they shut down oh, the ma- show. Was it? Uh, uh, no, no, the, the, the oh, okay. publication. Um, they, they, uh, wrote an article about Facebook moderators mm-hmm. and how um, and the reason why it's come up in the news again recently is apparently one of them died on the job, just slunched, slouched over on their desk oh. and oh, just died. 
Um, but the the working conditions that they have to go through just to and and they were describing the videos that they had to moderate which are horrific oh sure and then on top of that the amount of there there's a lot of demand on them they're afraid to get up and go to the bathroom because the literally the time company is, vice no no it's not the company vice the they were reporting, they were reporting on, on i think it's cognizant is the is the usually um, that we the stuff we see in uh, asia or in Japan and yeah, China, no. Right? This is in, this is in the U.S. This is okay. and Cognizant is the company that is um, con- contracted by Facebook to moderate um, content that might be okay, and okay. and the kinds of things that they were talking about, like decapitating pets. You know, yeah. like those are the kinds of videos wow. that they have to watch and report on and remove from Facebook, YouTube as well. Like it is ridiculous the kinds of I, I mean I was I was horrified by this by this article and and I think that you're right Facebook is a wasteland because the kind it, where it started out as a people as a place for people just to connect it's become politically uh, motivated it's got a lot of content that's questionable like it's it's a hard place for me to kind of sit and spend any lengthy time on I think it was novel. You know, it used to be novel, mm-hmm. right? Like not everyone was on it and you could, it was special. Everyone was trying out things for the first time and now everyone's there. It's so oversaturated. Everyone's yelling at the top of their voice. It's almost like I'm starting to realize that people are disconnecting from Facebook purposefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, how have you ever gotten notes from friends or family saying I'm no longer on Facebook? Yeah, a lot I mean, of, I, I find a lot of, and it, what's sad is that it was a way for you to stay connected with people that you don't maybe don't see that often. Exactly. Uh, see how their families are growing, you exactly. know. Exactly. But I always thought it was weird, and, and maybe it's just me that um, I might see someone in real life that I hadn't seen for like 15 years, and it would be weird to say hi to them, but it, they would friend me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. what Facebook is. I run into that every once in a while. Uh, I unfriend them automatically. Yeah. Yeah. No. Too. Like you can't say hi to me in person. Like, yeah. And they saw me anyway. Um, but yeah. I think that's indicative of what's going wrong there, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe not wrong. It's just it's another phase. It's it, well, I, and I think I think we're you're right. We're entering this this period where we're approaching the top of the bell curve, yes. and now I think we're going to see a decline. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, it ultimately depends on how these services react to the stuff that's being put on there. Because what's ha- what's happened is I think people started to join with the best of intentions. And started to be, you know, to use it as as a method to connect with people. But then, um, other forces, and you know, forces being companies or you know, nefarious, mm. uh, you know, um, other entities, uh, came in and started pu- publishing their stuff. And yeah. it's starting to get money. it's money. It's all about money and eyeballs and mm-hmm. you know. I, I, and nobody uh, acknowledging that they need to moderate it. I like it when we disagree. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with it. I think it's just people, and I think it's the same shit that would have happened in the 50s, 60s, 80s, 90s. It's just the platform's there. I don't think it's any different. The hmm. stuff that the, real, that the Jersey Shore kids did, I did the same stuff, and worse, it's just there was no cameras. Hmm. Now, I understand what you're saying that we're... But like the videos, like the article, right, with the videos that you saw with the decapitation or whatever it yeah. might have been, right? Could stuff happen more so because they think it's going to be viewed by other people? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But like 
people were sick in the twenties, in the forties, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, oh yeah, I'm not saying that this. No, stuff no, I'm never not saying happened. you are. No, no, I'm not saying you yeah. are. I'm just saying like I don't. I, I don't say because of Facebook. Now, could things get escalated? That's the problem. It's really mm-hmm. like we're taking something that maybe we all did or would have done, not, not decapitating a cat, but I'm just saying in general, like binge drinking or whatever it may be, right? Any of that right. stuff. It's just to me, and I'm not saying you guys don't. I'm not saying you don't. But to me, I love the charity water stuff. I love, like, it's a yin and a yang because for all that crap that we do see, you can... Not see it easily. Now you're you got made aware of it. It's more so the fact of that company, the guy sitting there watching all the stuff. That's right. that's the crazy stuff. Right. Not the action of what happened because I think that stuff happens, but the fact that that person had to sit there, and like that it, yeah. that type of involvement. That's where almost I want technology to come in. Right. And remove that feature. Well, from and people, that's right? where AI should become yeah. a more yes. a more prom- should play a more prominent role because nobody like the fact that these things are happening. You're right. Things like these things, like this, happened in the '50s. Like you know, like how many, concentration how many, camps, Nazi, like it, that shit happened in the '20s and the third. It all happened. It, it's just, and that the worst thing that ever happened was that, right? Right. Was the 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 Nazi uh, camps? That's like the worst thing humanity could have done. Right. And we did it as a country as well to the Japanese. Right. Right. There was no Facebook there. There right. was no. Sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm directing towards Mariano, but like. I just feel like that sometimes, and I'm not saying you're doing it, I, I know how you stand on this stuff, right. but sometimes we just say, well, if it wasn't for Facebook, or like, I love when people announce on Facebook that they are no longer going to be on Facebook. I will assure you that not Facebook or I will probably care, but why did, what does that need to do that? That's the, like, the type of thing mm. I fe- people see all the time. They, check, they never do anything. They check in at the hospital. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? Yes. And I'm like... I want to go over there and put you in the effing house. Because, <laughs> like, I, what the hell happened? Yeah, are you okay? Do you need help? Yeah. Right? Like, I think in my head, their, their state of mind is not normal, that they're crying for help, that they need this, like... It's interesting. I think that, you know, I, I haven't disagreed with anything that you said. I think that I agree. What's What's I'm curious about is, does that need to make your life entirely public? Is that... Maybe if that didn't exist, if Facebook was not a thing, maybe those folks would still be telling you everything and telling strangers about what they were doing. It could just be a personality thing. Checking in at a hospital, you know, when you're at the grocery store and you see someone and they say, hey, how are you? I'm the type of person to say, I'm okay, how are you? Mm-hmm. And that's it. We're done. That I tell the, the truth. And sometimes people are like, what? And I'm like, yeah, not so much. But, but you probably... <laughs> bumped into or maybe you are that person where you say hey how are you and they're like oh I'm really bad I went to the hospital today all this stuff happened you're like I just met you for the first time and I think that that type of personality on Facebook those are the people that are checking into the hospital without Mm -hmm. explaining what's going on see that let's spin it the other way okay let's say that that is the case but what about the person who normally would never consider saying that to you like I've been but they go to their safe haven on Facebook and they post it there because Mm. They need, you know what I'm saying? Like that's also true. I, I think there's it works something. Both ways. You're right. It's it's actually it's humanity. It, well, and I, I find it incredibly interesting to examine the way people communicate in person versus mm-hmm. their screens, and that idea of someone not being comfortable communicating in public, but being okay online, is really an interesting thing. It's something that we need to examine as humans mm-hmm. because what does that mean? I'm less candid on 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 the internet than I am in person. Because I feel like I, I, my tone, how I say things, how you hear things. Exactly. Right? Like, I, 
I hate texting any kind of conversation that requires tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So I hate that. Mm-hmm. So I send audio. I think that's a smart idea. Well, they, I mean, I just did it because I think I was getting yelled at by my wife one time or something like that. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, but like you can't you sense it. tone. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. You, I'm, I went to school for communication, and one of the things that I, during when screens were just starting to pop up, I did a lot of research. What were? Screens. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, and I did a lot of research around how that was affecting people and relationships. And it's really interesting because I see now on the back end, now that screens are now everywhere, how it is affecting and how relationships are changing because you sometimes assume tone, but there is none. If you read your text messages like a robot, there would be a lot less fighting. Marianne and I have known each other for 12, 13 years. If it wasn't for the internet, I would have never met them. This Mm -hmm. This here would never have happened. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not. No, no, I know you. I know I'm you're a positive being, yeah. person. I'm just saying, like, I always try to, to, regardless, I always try to say, you know, when, whenever I see the, uh, we were talking about it before, right? The, the, there's that vintage photo that my generation puts up on Facebook with the bicycles on the front lawn. Yeah. And says, and I'm like, you yourself are raising the child that you're annoyed about posting it on Facebook about how they should go outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of like sending you, them outside. Like you, right. If you think it, like, right? Right. Right? And I think people on social media just want, and maybe we're a little bit, and I try to stay humble about this. I realize that me, myself, I have my own business. I do the podcast. I actually have a, a low-key personality, but in general, I have an outgoing one just in public. I get a lot of attention. And I yeah. don't mean that. And I think that, like, Certain friends of mine who just they just work there nine to five and they don't have like for them it, sometimes it just makes them feel good to get the quote unquote likes and stuff like right. that. Right. Sure. And it's no different than me like saying that you have a pretty blouse on, right? right. Like it, I, I just try to be very human about it. And then there are the jerks, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that happens. But they're going to be a jerk outside, so it's fantastic. So if right. they go outside, they're still a jerk usually. Well, and and you know the other interesting thing about social media is I think you're you're much more willing to respond to the jerks. Um, mm. Than you would be if you were face to face with them. Well, it's and I'm going to use a poor phrase, but it's called whiskey dick. Okay. Basically, you get drunk mm-hmm. and you think you're can pick up any girl in the bar you want. And when you're on the internet, it's like whiskey dr- dick. <laughs> this is a new term I am just learning. From well, when now. you said Me you well, grew up I with a certain doll <laughs> and you didn't say Cabbage Patch Kids, I knew that you weren't going to know what whiskey dick was. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said American I had girls. Patch shit, okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, you were like negative four. That. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, like, but it happens. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, like, you're talking about Twitter probably, and you, I mean, Twitter and YouTube is pretty vicious sometimes. Oh, yeah. I say it's the engine of hate. YouTube mm-hmm. can be the engine of hate. Okay. It also could be wonderful, but in terms of the trolling and the commentary, sure. it can be a little intense. You but know I fu- love Twitter. Uh, I, you know, the funny thing Much is more about for a woman. For, uh, for, for uh, um, YouTube, um, I don't find... Um, I don't read the comments. Mm. And I know that over there that there's a lot of negativity and hate uh, in terms of comments there, but I'm there just to watch the videos. Marianne yeah. has social safe spots. This is my <laughs> safe that's, but that's healthy. That's like what, uh, developing that, that is important. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, and I think that you need to, I, I think the interesting thing about all social media is that it really didn't exist let's say 10 years ago, 15 years ago, to most people. I mean, it, there was some form of social media, like chat rooms and stuff well, like AOL that. AOL was Space. big in the 90s but, with a chat room, but it wasn't considered marketing but it wasn't, social media right. type stuff. There thing. wasn't any kind of marketing going on. You were just connecting with people that you knew and you had a common interest in. Um, but we're all being introduced to this at the same time. 
and we're, we've all got different personalities. There's all different ages. So there's all kinds of different, there's all kinds of different inputs. And so I, I think that we're, to be honest, still trying to figure it out. And oh, I yeah. think that Facebook may be, you know, Facebook has got to, I think Facebook has to adapt to what's going on. I think Twitter's got to adapt to what's How? going on. And I'm not putting you to the, I'm just curious. Like, what do you think that, like, like, what are a couple of things that you think? I think the biggest, I, for me, I think the biggest problem with all social media is that they are, they are marketing driven. So if, yeah. so if somebody is going to pay them money to put up content, okay. they almost don't care what the content is. Yes. That's called. Uh, but, but that's but that's. I think you would almost solve some of these problems. Yes. If you had a subscription-based model. Sounds very Republican of you. <laughs> I don't know that. Very that Republican, Republican of you. Or, or Democrat. Very non-capitalist of you. <laughs> but I, um, I almost. I'm not feel disagreeing. Like, I'm just saying. I, I almost feel like if you were to say to some somebody, and it it doesn't have to be a lot, but position yourself as a way to for people to connect. It costs you ten bucks a month, and there will be no ads. So let's get into some deep, heavy shit. Go okay. ahead. Okay, I think we can. Be I mean, I haven't kids. thought that very deeply no, about no, this, but, but you, no, no, no. Do you believe? Yes. No. <laughs> and you don't have to even answer this. Okay. More, do you believe that it is the gun or it is the person? Because depending on how you think about that, is it the Facebook or is it the person? And I'm going to say this one, is it the abortion clinic or is it the person? Mm -hmm. We have to decide. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but listen, the arguments Aggie looks are like amazing. she's about to explode. But the arguments are amazing, right? Some yeah. of the arguments may say um, it's not the gun. It's the person who does it. So we should let anybody have all the guns they want. Hmm. Yet somehow it's not the person, it's the abortion clinic. We can't have any, like, you understand that philosophy? So it's like the logic of are you pro-life and you believe in the death penalty? Those types of things. So, and I know that's, I said it was going to be heavy stuff. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, we can off records because, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> um, I think probably everybody knows where we stand on all three, on all these topics. But is it Facebook or is it the person? Is it Twitter? Like you're saying, they're marketing to, to make money. Yeah. Well, fa yeah, but what I'm, that's what I'm saying is that I think it's Facebook, it's Facebook to a certain extent in that it's their business model. They are, they are you know, unlike with a gun, yeah. let's say, where the gun is a device. And once you have that device, it's your device. There's nothing that's happening with the gun once you have it. it right. In, in other but words, nothing you, is happening you with Twitter. What you're I'm, choosing no, no. what you see. What I'm saying you're not choosing what you see sure. on Facebook. No, are you kidding me? They have algorithms that figure out what they're going to display to you. So in part, you are the product. You right. are the person that they decide to serve up content. And some of that content is from your friends, but some of that is going to be sponsored content that they think that you're like based on your behavior from the past. But if you're worried about that, so then to you say just don't go on Facebook. It, it, what's that? You just don't go on Facebook. I know, but I'm saying that the analogy to it being a gun is not the is not. I want to go back to something, something sure. that you said about it being a subscription model, because I think that that's really interesting. What... I am curious about, because I, I think that at the end of the day, we're talking about platforms, they need to make money. Mm -hmm. And so the way that they're doing that is through, um, you know, making money through ads and marketing. Mm -hmm. And that if there was a subscription model, maybe we'd be able to remove some of that. Mm -hmm. Yes, and what happens to the folks who can't necessarily afford that monthly subscription? Mm -hmm. I think it actually changes completely um, the vibe of what goes on in social media. Mm -hmm. I follow a number of people. I know a lot of influencers who have been homeless, um, are homeless, and 
they are using social media as a way to communicate, maybe create art, they wouldn't be able to afford that. It would change Interesting. what that platform's purpose is, which uh -huh. I think is to connect everybody who wants to be connected together. Yeah. I wish I could go as layered as you could on this. I just, I honestly, it's as simple as this for me. It's honestly, if you don't like it, don't go on it. And that's a, I know that's a simplified answer. Right. I'm not discounting what you're saying about the layers that you're saying. But to me, I have my settings pretty well versed in Facebook that um, I don't see anything that I don't want to see. But my simple answer is, is this. If you don't want, if you're worried about your kid picking up your own gun, mm -hmm. then put it in the vault or what, or don't have it. Like right. it, if you're worried about pro-life or don't make choices that, so I go always back to the fact that it's on the person. Yeah. Uh, it's always on the person. You can complain about everything you want. If you don't like the gas emissions out there, then you should not be driving an SUV. Right. Right. Like it's those types of things. Now I'm not saying that's easy, especially in certain parts of the world and the country um, where you have different challenges. And, you know, I'm speaking as white male. I mean, I have the least problems in the world. Right. The least. Right. Um, so it's easy for me to say, oh, just don't go on Facebook or just don't go on Instagram or right. don't do this or don't do that. But to me, it is also that easy. Right. So I, I know what you're saying. I get it. I just don't know how much responsibility is based on the platforms. I don't blame them nearly as much as what I like. I'm not saying YouTube, but we've seen it. Like, oh, all the social media, blah, blah, blah. Well, no one told you to go on it. No right. one told you. So well, but, I simplify but then like it becomes, But then it becomes hard because so many people are on it. So you need to mm -hmm. somehow connect with those people. Do and you? The, to, in response to that question about... Um, about people that are homeless, how are they posting it in the first place? Yeah. Like, if they're using a phone, well, obviously they got that phone somehow, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, I, I, that's an, but that is an interesting question because maybe they're going to a library and you, they're using a public library computer. You can get a phone something. now for 50 bucks that's an iPhone 5 and still work it out. Like, yeah. it just, they get it. My, they're not getting it because they're using their money to not eat or like, you right. know, like. And, and the other thing is, I have Facebook pretty much. I mean, I noticed a while ago that Facebook was. You know, programmers have this tendency to build things so that notifications are constantly coming at you. Shut them off. And so I yeah. shut them off. Like, I, I have tightly controlled Facebook. So, so to the point that I don't even, if I'm on cell data, Facebook can't, Facebook doesn't run in the background. Okay. If, if um, you, you know. Okay. But I'm, ju I'm just saying that there are ways, there are definitely ways to curtail some of this stuff. I think that actually you guys are both saying something that is kind of the same in different ways, which is that it's on the person to decide what they want to see and what they want to do. And part of it is also education of the mm -hmm. platforms and knowing how much they can control. Yep. I was actually recently just talking to a doctor of mental health about detoxing and, and unplugging. And one of the things that she said is wildly helpful is... This idea of, con of just disconnecting and being done is no longer something that everyone can really do. However, you can unfollow some, some organizations or people that are maybe posting things that are upsetting to you. You mm -hmm. can basically change your feed experience, but you have to learn that you can control it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know how to do that, but right. there is some education around that. Not everyone does know how to do that. Right. It's I have a restricted list just for clients because I made it very early on in Facebook that I accept their friendship, but they can only basically see maybe 10% of what I post. And mm -hmm. that's even just like, even my albums and photos and stuff like that. 
Um, well, initially I did it for ex-girlfriends, but um, <laughs> uh, but like I would get brides all the time that would front friend me, so oh, you know stuff like yeah. that. So I, I wanted to stay away from it, um, but uh, they do it intentionally. Facebook specifically does do it intentionally to make it. They're like the GoDaddy of hosting. Mm -hmm. If you've ever been in the web development world and you say, "Well, I, I did GoDaddy, I did GoDaddy," going into the GoDaddy platform. I pay clients to, to, to not use it. Mm -hmm. They do it on purpose, to get you lost, to get you confused, to mm -hmm. lose mm -hmm. control of it. Facebook has done that. They want you to basically say something where it's going to cause drama or create positivity. They don't like stuff in the middle. Uh, all their the mundane stuff they yeah, don't care about. All of their default settings are what they want. And if you do anything that deviates from that, then They've they technically it don't want it. But you know, They've they moderated. I, I just think that, like, if you're given, and I'm going to use the gun analogy, if you're given a gun, mm -hmm. you're on your own to figure it out from there. No, you are. Right. You you are on your own to figure it out, and you don't have to have a gun. Right. I think everybody should have paint guns. Do you ever get hit with a paint gun? Oh my god, it hurts I've got, like a mother. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, episode uh, number forty-four, we discussed humanity. <laughs> we figured out nothing. And um, that's it, right? Did Closers? you have something else? You no. want to, we'll talk about the tr uh, your phone tracking you and all that crap next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, episode 44. This is the can. Thank you. Bye. Bye.